Good morning, my wrestling friends, my wrestling homies, my wrestling buddies, my wrestling pals. This is your host with the Mizzost, J-Dubs, on another episode of J-Dubs Wrestling Talk. What a really interesting Monday Night Raw. Like, what a very, very interesting Monday Night Raw. I've been looking at some reports saying that the viewership has gone up with The Miz being WWE Champion. Um, this was a solid Monday Night Raw. I feel like this is like one of the enjoyable Monday Night Raws that we had in a, quite some time. But hopefully they keep that up. And um, it was it was a really really interesting night at the Thunderdome right after um Elimination Chamber. So um. So, Elimination Chamber's done. The road to Fastlane starts. So, you know, this was a um, pretty much enjoyable Raw. Feel like, felt like in a long time. You know, I hope they get their viewership right back up, right on track. I just hopefully they do. And, um, and I just hope that uh, they get better and better every week. Um, yeah, so... We kicked off Monday Night Raw with Miz TV. John Morrison introduces his tag partner, The Miz, for a celebration. And you know, um, Miz had some real funny things on the mic. He said he called himself the Babe Ruth of WWE um, because he told everybody exactly how he was going to cash in. Remember, I told everybody that he was going to cash in by Elimination Chamber, if not Fastlane, around that around that time span so so he did so he did cash in that was funny and then and Lashley comes out with MVP saying like yo listen you owe me a title shot and <laughs> Lashley gave him an out to make his decision to give him a title shot or else Lashley's gonna gonna beat the life out of him right and um that was an interesting part of the night, but he did come back. He said, all right, um, the Miz met Lashley in the ring, tried to talk to talk himself out of defending his title. Braun Strowman came out. Then Shane McMahon came out saying like, listen, you know, like, you know, <laughs> instead of asking for it, why don't you fight for it? So Braun... Later that night, was gonna face Lashley. So Shane agreed that Shane McMahon agreed that said um, he will earn a title shot if Lashley, if um, Lashley. So pretty much, my honest opinion, this was a number one contenders match. When, and this is my thing with WWE. This is another thing that's frustrating me with WWE. Why is it not called a number one contenders match? Why? It's called a number one contenders match for a reason. It's not like um, it. If it's number one contenders match is dead anymore, it's like I don't know. That this is pretty much a number one contenders match. But you know what? This segment was like low key predictable, cause you know. 
Lashley, he's putting himself in the top. And listen, I see Lashley doing big things from going into fast lane. I, 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 I see it. I, I really see it. But you know, it's like what? It's like, but that, but that was some sort of predictable segment. And then the first match of the night was between Matt Riddle and John Morrison. So they did some, they did some cool things in the match. You know, it was pretty much, you know, they did a few things. You know. Um, Although uh, Riddle picked up the victory, um, but you know what? Honestly, Riddle picks up the win, and honestly, like, okay, okay, it's cool that you know Riddle won the U.S. title, but I want to see what what kind of thing. Like, I want to see what kind of champion is, kind of champion he is coming into Elimination Chamber, coming coming from Elimination Chamber. I want to see what he can bring to the table as a the US champion. And um it and Morrison, you know, he he's still he's still got it. He he has a lot left. It's not like I'm not saying he like he's old old still got it, but I'm saying you know, he still put on a great match. And you know, that that was pretty much it, you know. They shown good chemistry in both like in the match, you know. They were doing their kicks from every angle. You know, Morrison was doing his thing. You know, Morrison, his high-flying ability. Oh, man, this is... They did some good things. But although Riddle picks up the win, and I hope he still keeps it going. Next match is between New Day and Retribution. It was between Retribution's... Oh, my God. And you know, Retribution, it was T-Bar and Mace. T-Bar and Mace took on Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, and this is my thing with these su- what Retribution. They, I kind of knew they were gonna be a bust. Like, like, like Retribution. Like, don't you realize every ten years WWE trying to make this super group? Like they did this with the Nexus. They're doing it with Retribution. I wonder who's next in 2030. That's what I'm looking at. You know, they try to make all these super groups. But they just turn out to be a bust. And, and you know what's so funny when they make these super groups? It's always... <sighs> Don't you realize it's the summer they make these super groups? Because you know what's so funny? When the Nexus was made, they were all champions at one, at one point. But you know, I don't see that with um, Retribution because I heard they had to do it with like different people. Like when they first came, like they didn't have like a tall member. They didn't have like a, a big hefty member. And then they were asking like, oh, is it this person? Is that person? Like, like with Retribution's case, like I just feel like they were just a bust from the jump. And, and I didn't get that. So New Day still scores the win. But it's like, I just feel like they're break. Like, listen, I kind of feel bad for Reckoning, a.k.a. Mia Yim, because she deserves better. Like, honestly, I think she should leave the group. Like, I think she should leave the group because they're not going nowhere. I don't see no direction. I don't see no direction with this team. It's just like, what, what do you, 
what are you around for? What are you, what are you sticking around for? But that was a, it was an okay match. But, you know, New Day, you know, they, they show that they're still capable. And, you know, that, that, that seems like it's a good thing. But, yeah, it, that match was all right. But I feel like WWE really needs to find something to do with Mia Yim. Next match was between the, between, um, Hurt Business and Lucha House Party. Grand Metal League, Linzel Dorado. I, I, I just call him Dorado because that's like, that's, that's how I remember it him so yeah lucha house party versus um versus the hurt business cedric alexander and shelton benjamin the tag champs and this was a very solid match you know um the benjamin and cedric they're still they're working like a real well-oiled machine you know they're you know their chemistry as well they're, they're working like a cohesive unit and um and um that and I I see them, you know, like I just feel like they just need that one good other tag team to really face them. Like I'm not taking away nothing from Lucha, but I just feel like they just need that tag team where they can like try to put on like a good tag team show. Like that's what I'm feeling with um Cedric and um Benjamin. But you know, like that's the thing like I just feel like they just need something they need that tag team because you know what I, I just feel like I just feel like I can see what the hurt business because I even heard the rumors that Keith Lee might join can you imagine Keith Lee joining that team that that's that's gonna be nasty that that's going to be nasty but Benjamin hits Pater for the win very good match you know Benjamin they just becoming really better as a tag team you know they're 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 doing what they do week in week out you know putting on a show and I like that so next match is between Damian Priest and Angel Garza uh you know for what I've been hearing that Priest has been has been, you know, turning some heads backstage in a positive manner. And you know what? Since, since, you know what? I like Damian Priest. Like, you know what? His time on NXT, he was very well. I really thought he was going to win the NXT title at one point. But, um, he, he, he was very, he, he was very solid. You know, I can see him like being WWE champion one day, being universal champion one day. Like he's he's very solid. Like that he's very solid. I can't I can't um I can't take anything away from him. But um Priest picks up the win, you know, bad but and, and you know what? Bad Bunny, the the twenty four seven champion. This is my thing with WWE. This is my thing around this time of WrestleMania. This is the thing that irks me, that really eats at me. They invite these people that got nothing to do with wrestling, and it's just like, what are you, what are you bringing them in here for? And I even heard Cardi B and Bow Wow might join WWE. It, it, it's like, it's just like they just have this thing where they just invite people that have nothing to do with wrestling. 
but it, but a lot of people are telling me like, listen, you know, it's it can be good for press and you know s- stuff like that. I, all right, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's like, are you really inviting these people that have nothing to do with wrestling? Like, this is the same thing. This is a problem I have with WrestleMania. Like, like when WrestleMania comes around, they bring these singers to sing. You know, I don't mind. You know, if someone's doing the entrance theme of a wrestler, I don't mind that. Like, my favorite WrestleMania performance was Nita Strauss doing um. Shinsuke Nakamura's WrestleMania theme at WrestleMania 34. That was dope. That was cool. But it's like, you know, it's like, I I just don't get it with WWE around this time. They just bring celebrities and all these people that got nothing to do with wrestling. And it's like, what? I'm like, what? I don't get it. But, you know, like I said, pre-spring... Priest gets the win. It was an okay match. It wasn't a breadcrumb match. You know, Garza showed some good offense. You know, Priest, Priest still looked great. You know, but, but you know, I feel like Garza. Garza, I, I hope they do something creatively with him. I hope they do something creatively with him. Hopefully so. Next match, we got Ashka versus Ashka and Charlotte versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the eighth millionth time. You know what? And this is what I'm talking about. With remember how I was talking about how I feel about the SmackDown Women's Division? Same way I feel with Raw. Like honestly, they're suffering. I I, I even feel bad for Ashka. This is the second night where she gets disrespected. Like, possibly she would have had a match, like an Elimination Chamber match, like I was telling y'all. And she's stuck in this mess with Charlotte, and, and it's like, it's like, come on, it's just like, it don't make any sense. Naya and Shayna pick up the W. But, but honestly, this team with Oscar and Charlotte needs to, it, it needs to be over. It, it has to be ball game Because... Like, you can kind of saw after the match, you know, Charlotte was trying to pick Ashka up and, she, and then Ashka got pissed off about it. It is like, it has to end. It needs to be over with. Like, it don't make any sense. Like, it's just so hard that, like, I feel just so bad for Ashka. Like, her title ring was just, I don't know, like, it was cool, but it's just like, she deserves more. But, like, honestly, it was just hard to watch. Next match between um, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. And the last match I just went over with Charlotte and Ashka, Shayna and Nia. Nia and Shayna won. But, yeah, that that thing needs to stop. So, next match between Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Um, It seems like... They're, we're taking a re- trip down memory lane from last year's rivalry that they had with them. So it was kind of revisit their feud, kind of. Um, you know, Sheamus, Sheamus, he still he still looks great in the ring. Jeff, he still looks great. You know, I hope, hopefully, hopefully that um, hopefully um, creatively, I hope both of these superstars, you know, fight for something like. 
honestly, I would like to see a Jeff Hardy WrestleMania. Like before he before he hangs it up, I want to see Jeff Hardy win the WWE Championship at WrestleMania just once. We all know about what happened in 2008, but that was it. He only held, held the title for one. Even when in 09, when he won the World Heavyweight title, he only held it for a month. Come on, WWE. Like, you know, gift. Let's have a Hardy Mania. Like, let's do that. Like, hopefully we do. Like, I would like to see a Jeff Hardy WrestleMania. And then Sheamus, you know, he's still looking. He's still looking very sharp in the ring. You know, he's, you know, it feels like he, Sheamus, he, I feel like he's never lost a step. I feel like he should win a championship anytime soon. Like, I hope that he wins a championship very soon because he seems like he's, like, he's still looking like the Sheamus that I saw when he debuted. Like, Sheamus, he's still, he still looks good in the ring. Can't lie about that. But I, they put on a solid match, but, but with no solid buildup behind it. That's interesting. Sheamus picked up the win, though. All right, after that is the next match between Naomi, Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Um, I just don't know. I just don't know. Like, I honest to the wrestling God don't know. Like, this was pretty much. This was pretty much um a breadcrumb match. Although Lana and Naomi picked up the W, but it's like, where with this W are they? I hope, I hopefully, I see them in line for the women's tag team championships. But you know what? Those four competitors deserve something. Like they deserve better. Like the same thing with SmackDown. And you know what? I have this idea. Like, if you wanna. Like, if you want to agree with me, or this is just a spitball question here. Do you think WWE should make, for both brands, a women's intercontinental and United States championship for Raw and a women's United States title and a women's intercontinental title for SmackDown? I'm just saying, you know, let the women mid-carders do something. I'm I'm just saying. Uh, uh, This is just a spitball right here. Everyone's going to say, you know, that's just too much champ. But listen, listen, it might be too much championships, but at least they're fighting for something. They're not just because you know what? Honestly, I don't I want to see all the women on the roster compete. I don't want to see them, you know, in catering or the not. They don't get TV time at all, because that's what pretty much both of these women's division are like the only like, you know, catering or just put them in the breadcrumb matches. It don't make any sense. But, you know, Lana and Naomi picked up the win, and hopefully that it can put them in line for the Women's Tag Team Championship picture after after that. And the next match between AJ and Ricochet, you know, let me tell you something. This was going to be a real interesting match, but... 
it was okay. You know, there were just two very high flyers, you know. That that was interesting though. Like that that was cool because you have the one and only versus the phenomenal one. You know, man, Omas. When are we ever gonna see Omas in, in a match? Like I like I really want to see Omas in a match. Like he's just helping AJ. But creative, like creative team, come on. You're telling me that you don't have anything for Omos right now? Like, come on. It, although, and AJ Styles picks up the win. You know, Ricochet, Ricochet and Styles did look great together. But they just didn't do enough to say like, oh, they just did something cool. But, but man, can we just put Omos in a match, please? Like... He's been there. He's been on Raw ever since the summer, kind of. But it's like, just just put him in a match for once. Put him in a match, please. Then here with the main event, we got Strowman and Lashley. You know, this was um this was pretty much a, ma- a match between two powerhouse superstars and um. They put on a very solid show, like, you know, Braun did his thing. Like, it, it was just pretty much like, it was pretty much like um, Garza versus Priest, but, you know, Lashley worked beautifully, you know, I thought, I thought Strowman put him away after that running power slam. Throughout all the years I've seen that move, I thought he put him... I thought he was game for sure. I really thought it was going to be over, but, you know, this was, although Lashley did pick up the win, so he will be facing the Miz next week. And, you know, this was a very, how do I say it? Not that bad. Not that good. You can just put, if it was, if if I had to write Raw, raw on a 1 to 10, it would be a, a five. You know, that that's how I would see it. So that was fine. But um, yeah, so Lashley did pick up the win. He did score the win. So he will be facing um, the Miz next week. So what a, that was an interesting road to um, Fastlane. I can't. It's going to be a really interesting road to Fastlane. But, but there's good news. Rhea Ripley. Mrs. This Is My Brutality will be debuting on Raw very, very soon. Thank you. And, um, like, we had two interesting segments with, with um, Charlotte and her dad and Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. That Bliss and Orton one was crazy. I'm like, what? And then he was, uh, re- like, um, like, um, when Orton was, like, talking about how, you know, you know, for the past number of months, you know, I can't really like concentrate on the WWE Championship. You know, I was disappointed. Like, I wasn't disappointed, Randy, but it was like, it's like, man, why did he get bounced out of the first? Why was he? Why did he get bounced out first out of the Elimination Chamber match? Because I thought, remember, I was telling you on the Elimination Chamber show review, I really thought I would see Alexa Bliss and the Fiend in the Elimination Chamber. I really thought that was going to happen. I was expecting that last night, but 
you know, Orn was reacting to this video of what Alexa Bliss did last week. She was in this, um, I forget what it's called, but I forget what it's called, but you understand what I'm saying. And then, you know, Orn was like coughing up some black blood. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, what is that? That was an interesting segment. And then, you know, honestly, I feel like this has been my, like, every time when I watch Raw and, and it involves Bray Wyatt, because honestly, in my honest opinion, for the past, you say give about like past two years since he made this whole Firefly Funhouse thing happen, I feel like throughout 2019, he carried Monday Night Raw on his back. He did. Um, what else? Alexa Bliss, you know, ever since she joined Bray, she's been killing it too. Like, you know, like the storytelling in the matches, you know, how... Alexa's doing the shapeshift action, you know, going from Funhouse Bliss to Goddess Bliss. Like, it's cool. Like, you know, the little playground thing is cute and all. But, like, you know, but, you know, um, that, that was, like, I just hope that, I hope we see Bray Wyatt soon. I'm, I'm just dying to see him. Like, I really want him to, like, you know do something cool and then the next segment that was interesting to me was between Charlotte and her father she said go home I'm thankful for all the doors you open I'm very thankful for everything you gave in me but let me try to be Charlotte Flair I love you dad but you know what this is my problem with Charlotte you know how she says oh everyone's saying oh Everyone says that I'm always living off my dad. That's why I won all these championships. That's why I'm this. That's why I'm that. Charlotte, let's be honest here. If you don't want people to to say like, oh, I'm just trying to be like a second coming of my dad. Do us a favor. Stop wearing the robes. Um, Change your music. Stop doing the woo. Maybe if you would have did all of that. You wouldn't, we wouldn't be saying all this. Like, you know, that's my thing. You wearing, you wearing his robes. You saying woo. You know, you're doing the, the spin. Like, stop. Like, you're, like, don't you realize that, you know, like, stop doing the woo. Maybe if you would have did that, you can escape from your father's shadow. Like, they're saying, oh, Every fan or every hater is living off my dad, you know, like, listen, if you would have stopped doing that, like the robes, the woo, uh, the, the spin and, and your theme, because your theme is like kind of a remix from your father's. Like, if you stop doing that, maybe you can escape the shadow of your father. Like, no matter how hard you're denying it, but when years go by, People are going to really open. People are not going to be blinded by the light no more. Like, listen, we all know what's going to happen at WrestleMania. She's going to take the title off of Charlotte, off of um, Ashka. But this is another thing that really irks at me with, with Charlotte. She calls herself Miss WrestleMania. I don't know if I want to say that. I don't know if I want to say Miss WrestleMania. I don't know if I want to say that. 
because this is a thing. If if she does if she does win at WrestleMania, this is going to be the second superstar in two straight WrestleManias she pretty much damn near wasted. Because like like look at Rhea. Like I can't really say Rhea got wasted, but it's just like man, Rhea had all that momentum, but you know. Vince's female golden child does it again. Like, and then now Ashka, since her title reign is pretty much like, don't you realize, don't you realize with Charlotte, she won the title 13 times. She's only three, three more title win reigns away from tying her dad. That that's where we going. But this is my, this is my problem. This what, this is. Like, I just want, like, I'm not saying Charlotte is bad, but I'm just saying, like, everyone's saying for a number of years, it's been her booking. But it's like, okay, it's her booking, but it's like, creative team, y'all need to stop looking at her as the answer for everything. Because it gets tiring. Because even when she wins all these championships, she's only keeping them for, like, pretty much for a week, like... Does anybody remember what happened in 2016? Remember how she was playing hot potato with Sasha? That was questionable. Like, she was like, oh, here you go, Sasha. Oh, here you go, Charlotte. Hey, come here, Oscar. I mean, not nah, nah, Oscar. Come here, um, Charlotte. Here's, here's your title. Oh, Sasha. Be my guest. No. Stop. Like, that, that was bad. Like, that whole hot potato game that they were playing back in late 2016, that was garbage. Come on, it's just, it's just like, you know, when is it going to end? Like, you know, I hope Becky returns because we've been waiting for Becky for quite some time. You know, she had her baby, you know, that, you know, congrats to her and Seth. But I just hope Becky returns so we can try to even this thing out. You know. You know, I just hope that Monday Night Raw does something to improve the ratings by Fastlane. So, I'll see you guys tomorrow, tonight if not tomorrow, for the Impact show review. And hopefully that, you know, we can talk about Impact Wrestling and let's see how it goes. Uh, uh, let's see how it goes tonight, you know. Hopefully, um, hopefully they give us... They give us a show to watch and, you know, can't wait to see you guys tomorrow on the review. Um, I love you guys. I wish y'all the best. Um, you know, peaceful vibes and pizza, everybody. Stay balling. Love you. J-Dubs.